1: I wish in my
0: soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved.
2: War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Vance. It's
0: Saturday, 26 August, the year of the Lord, 2023. You remember, and we're going to have it uh, a special tribute later in the show, for those who have been with us a couple of years, you know, two years ago uh, today was the uh, horrific um, uh, sacrifice of those 13 brave Marines uh, in Kabul, Afghanistan, and the humiliating retreat, uh, or I guess kind of just flat out fleeing of the American military after 20 years and what was in Afghanistan? I think Afghanistan was two trillion dollars. Iraq was seven trillion dollars, and so that was the uh, that was the disaster there. Today's show: what we're going to try to do. We've got a lot about um, the mugshot that's gone around the world. Uh, also, what's happening down in Atlanta with uh, Mr. Harrison Floyd? We're going to have people here later to actually discuss that. Uh, we're also going to Texas about this impeachment situation. This is the Bush-Hunta. Versus the uh, versus the MAGA movement. So we're going to get a a load on that. In addition, vaccines are going to be ready in on the 15th of September. They're rolling out mass mandates, protocols, all of it. Naomi Wolf will be here to break that down. A horrific ruling in Maryland about grooming a federal judge, a Biden appointee. So shocking, has ruled that uh, little kids in public schools have to sit through the reading of uh, material this kind of grooming material, uh, and if their parents don't like it, they have to pull them out and put them in a private school. So we're going to get to, to all that. We're going to start off, as soon as we get him, can get him up with General Mike Flynn. He's at the Clay Clark uh, event out in North uh, Las Vegas today. Uh, the New York Times has a piece from uh, Nicholas Kristoff. In fact, if we get a chance, if, if Denver can, can put that up, and, and particularly the highlighted area, uh, it's talking about this the deturching, of America, one of the most one of the more fundamental issues in this country right now is the uh, is the Great Awakening or the spiritual warfare that's in back of you know everything we talk about as far as the intersection of money and power, global capital markets and politics here in the United States. And we've got a lot to say about that today, talking about what happened in, in, in Durban. A lot of the uh, people that are defending the current international order say, "Oh well, you know, they really not, nothing really happened." It couldn't be farther. Uh, further from the truth, uh, as we will get into. But this article in the New York Times is General Flynn up? I bring it, General Mike Flynn. Uh, Mike, tell us, uh, General, where are you today? Tell us about this event out in uh, in North Las Vegas. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm uh, I'm, I'm off
3: of a cell phone here. here on my phone. I'm in North Vegas. We have a tour, and this is our first. Day. We uh, have 6,000, 6,000 people, We're mainly Christians, but we have all the colors, races, creeds out here. And uh, this, is, this is about uh, 7 o'clock our time. And we've already got about 500 in here. We're expecting 6,000 today. Steve, this is the 21st city. And I think one of the things from that New York Times article that they don't talk about, and what, what they're trying to do is they're trying to tell us what they believe and what they want, Right. They want to eliminate Christianity. If it was up to them, they'd eliminate Christianity from uh, from this country because of their dark, soulless people. But uh, anyway, look, the the music is just starting, so I know it's going to be a little bit hard for your people to hear. But but by by, uh, today, we will probably have a total of, like I said, 6,000 in here. I think what the New York Times failed to do is they failed to list how many people we have in this country by the 2020 census that are still Christians. How many vote? They're afraid that Christians are going to come out in droves and vote. They're, going to, they're afraid that Americans, hey, Steve, you know, I'm a Democrat. I grew up as a Democrat. And I changed parties a couple of years ago because the Democrat Party turned towards Marxism. Marxism. Okay? So anyway, Steve, I, I don't know if you can hear me. I can, I can see your great show. I appreciate what the War Room is doing. And, uh, and we, are, we, are, we are very serious about what we're doing to reawaken America and get people involved in this country. And primarily, it's awakening the Christian community. But we say, the Judeo-Christian principles and values that our country was based upon, that's what this is all about. And, uh, and like I said, we Mike, have these, these, these screens here, so go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Hey, it's a little it's a it's a little tough to hear you, but the audience is, is making it out. So it's fine. The, what The New York Times is afraid of is this concept of Christian nationalism. Why do they fear Christian nationalism, Mike Flynn?
3: You know what it is? See, they love to say that, Steve. They love to say Christian, they love to say Christian nationalism. It's actually populism. Or I call it patriotism. It's patriotism, Steve. I know I probably you probably, your your audience is probably like my dental hygienist. They're able to see right inside my mouth. You know what it is? This is patriotism. That's what this is about. You know, they, they want to they define us as Christian nationalists. That's bullshit. This is about American patriotism. This is Americanism versus globalism. And you know who's going to come up on top? We know who's going to be victorious. The American patriots in this country, because we love this country. And that's not just a Republican or Democrat or conservative or liberal. These are Americans who love this country, and we have many of them here. In fact, we know last last point, Steve, we know that 20%, 20% of our audience shows up because they hear all these negative things about us in the media and they walk out of here ready to go, you know, ready to go do something for their community because they know that we're under assault by this globalist crowd. This is globalism versus Americanism and and the Christian nationalism that they try to box us in on is bull. Uh,
0: Mike, last thing, I know you got to go and it looks like it's going to be fantastic today. Um, the events that took place in, uh, in, in Atlanta on Thursday, and particularly this amazing mugshot of this incredible, focused President Trump, uh, does that help us or hurt us in our a, in a, in a move to reawaken Steve, this nation? That, that was,
3: when I get up on the stage yesterday, early in the morning, yeah, it's a great mugshot. I, I get up on the stage, and you know, you know how I am. I'm very blunt. I mean, I'm a, I'm a soldier at heart. And I said, To the 6,000 people that we have here, I said, if this doesn't, if this isn't one of the biggest fu mugshots that I've ever seen in the, you know, in history, to say, you know what? And I love his, I love his uh, tweet, his tweet, right? First tweet in two and a half years was never surrender, and so we are never going to surrender. We're never going to quit. We're never going to give in. We're going to take this country back one precinct at a time, one county at a time, and the people that are here. These are we have people see from all all 50 states and we actually have people here from 12 countries it's unbelievable
0: Mike how do people follow you today out at uh, Clay Clark's uh, your event out there how do people how do people follow you on this great Awakening tour
3: time time to free America.com go to time to freeamerica.com. we're taking this all the way back to the East Coast we're going to Florida next, and then we're going to come all the way back out to California. We're going to be in California in a couple of months, and we're we're basically going back out to California to let the, to let those people and to let the Patriots in California know that we are not giving up on them. And I know you got a great audience that comes into you guys from California as well. So we're coming back out here in another couple of months. Time to FreeAmerica.com.
0: So, Mike, last question. You and Clay Clark, this this uh, this uh, rolling Chautauqua, this Great Awakening, you're not going to you're not going to concede any part of this country, no matter if it's even a blue state. You're not going to concede it. You're going to take the fight there.
3: We're, we are never going to concede. I, just so so your audience knows, I'm, I'm heading up to Michigan. I'm heading up to Michigan to meet with a Muslim, a Muslim group of people up there, some leaders who are sick and tired of having the transgenderism shoved down their throat. So, and, you know, and, and these people know me and these are some great, great leaders that we have up there. So, you know what? This is about people who, who want to live and breathe using our the, the beautiful Constitution and the and the Bill of Rights and our declaration that we still have. And thank God we have them. So we're, we're touching all kinds of people with this Reawaken America tour. And I'm just telling you that, we are never going to concede blue states, red, stri- red states, purple with pink polka dotted states. It doesn't matter to me.
0: Last thing, Mike uh, General Mike Flynn. It's two years ago today that the 13 young Marine heroes uh, gave their lives in defense of uh, of America in the uh, in Biden's running away from Afghanistan. Your thoughts on the second anniversary of those young patriots?
3: Yeah. So, for your audience, I want today is the day for prayer. We're going to re- actually mention that this morning. We're going to have a have our own moment of silence for those beautiful 13 young people, uh, mainly Marines. There was one Navy corpsman, and there was a soldier from the Army that was in that 13, and many, many that were wounded uh, severely. But that we, you know, we should never, never, we should never retreat from the enemy. We should never surrender like this administration did. To the Taliban, and now they're now they're paying the Taliban. So we're going to have a moment of silence for them. God bless them. God bless their families, and every everybody that sacrificed their lives for this country. And uh, so I really appreciate you bringing that up because this is a very very important anniversary.
0: Mike Flynn, God bless you. Clay Clark, all the folks there in North Las Vegas today. Thank you for joining us. God
3: bless you. Their-
0: Thank you, brother. Understand in this uh, in this um, this effort, this fight, um, you know, so much has gone on this week, the last 72 hours, particularly geopolitically, on capital markets, world economy, you know, this intersection of money and power we always talk about, but at the end of the day, it is a spiritual war. And they know that. This Nicholas Kristof, a piece in the New York Times, he's one of their most significant writers. In fact, he's... Been a columnist there forever. He's on TV all the time. He actually stepped out to run to be the governor of Oregon. That didn't work out, so he's back. But this is a very in-depth piece, and it's about a book about de-churching. Now, essentially what the book is about when you really and what their argument is about is the mainstream Protestant and quite frankly the liberal part of the Catholic Church. Uh that the churches are totally empty now, the parishioners are leaving. They said uh, more have left in the in the last couple of years, or in the last 25 years, but particularly accelerated over the last couple of years since the COVID. Uh, then, uh, Christianity added in all the Great Awakenings in the United States, plus that incredible crusade of, of Billy Graham. I can tell you, um, from the nation's capital to Wall Street, the most the thing that they are most concerned about, most panicked about. Is this concept called Christian nationalism? And, and and here's the reason: they are petrified that uh, we register and and bring into the political process the um, the um, active Christians in this country. Christians are actually living their faith. Christians are actually practicing their faith. Christians that maybe are not don't go to a mainstream Protestant church. Maybe they don't even go to an evangelical church, but they're they're associated with maybe some other group that worships in some different way. They are absolutely petrified because they understand that the center of gravity and the balance of political power in this nation can come if the uh, if all the Christians come to the public square and in the public square uh, raise their voices and vote, uh, things will change and they'll change, change dramatically. This is why they're equating the Christian faith. They live Christianity with domestic terrorism, with white nationalism, with white supremacy. <clears throat> it's all 100%. Uh, it's all 100% a lie, obviously, but this is the drive they're having. And one of the things they focus on is General Flynn and Clay Clark in this Great Awakening tour. Okay, we're going to have a lot to get to this morning. It is a quite busy Saturday morning. Have another cup of coffee. Let's get rolling, get focused. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to be back in the war room. On Saturday, our special shows in a moment. the games you want to
4: play, bring it on and I'll we'll fight to the end, just watch and see. It's all started, everything's begun, and you are over. Cause we're taking down the CCP.
0: Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of greens. End quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable and field of greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support meta- metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take field of greens. Look, field of greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room. But they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code bannon and get the better health promise
2: here's your host stephen k bannon
5: we were told the lgbtq movement was about equal rights we were assured they had no interest in our kids Now comes President Biden's Equality Act, but it's not equality. It's harmful ideology aimed at our kids, placing transgenderism into civil rights law, while kids are groomed at schools, and government pushes sex change surgeries and hormone blockers on minors.
3: These are our kids.
5: While parents' rights are being taken away, even made illegal. Not somebody else's kids, they're all our kids. Believe them when they say they're coming for your children. Sign the petition to stop them today at protectkids.app.
0: Okay. You know, some people may go, okay, that's once again the war room. That's their typical house style. Hair on fire. The world's ending. They're coming for your children. Right there. And I want to bring in Terry Schilling. Terry, um, I think the facts back up, the receipts back up what that your spot in this magnificent says, what you're fighting for and what we act as a platform to make sure people really understand what's going on. And I refer to, shockingly, because I can't even comprehend it, a federal judge, correct me if I'm wrong, a federal, I may have the details wrong. A federal judge, Biden appointee, in Maryland, has ruled. I guess temporarily has ruled that young children going to public schools financed by taxpayers going to public schools uh, have to sit through, no matter how young, have to sit through when the teachers in story time. When you know, when you're a little kid, the story time is a big deal, right? When the story time. <laughs> With the teachers are reading LGBTQ books that parents have in these in, in the Moms for Liberty and other groups have designated as kind of grooming, inappropriate for children. Is that basically the ruling of this federal judge, sir?
1: That's exactly right, Steve. Um, Listen, uh, this is a Biden appointee judge. Her name's Deborah Boardman. Uh, She's the U.S. District Judge for Maryland here. Um, It's right outside of D.C. uh, And what they're ruling is that parents can't opt their children out of these LGBTQ curricula and programs. Right, programming, and that programming is a very important word here, Steve, because that is what they're doing. LGBTQ programs in school are aimed at programming our children to shape their hearts and minds against their God, against their family, and against their country. This is what's happening: is Biden can't pass his Equality Act just yet because Republicans in the House are fighting it. They they've held it up. They're not going to bring it for a vote. So what he's doing now is he's. Tra- Trying to put gender identity in the law through the courts, through his appointees. You put gender identity into civil rights law, Steve, and you can't get these gender identity and LGBTQ books out of school classrooms any more than you can get books about Martin Luther King Jr., right? This is all about... Changing the hearts and minds of your children—it's about programming them uh, to have new uh, and harmful views about human sexuality and gender. Uh, but the thing is, this is going to be a central issue in the 2024 campaign, as you know, Steve. Donald, President Trump has made this a signature issue in his campaign. He's been incredibly aggressive on this and has made this—you uh, know—part of his stump speech everywhere he goes. So we're going to fight this everywhere we can. But this is this is what's going on.
0: You gotta help me here. In a public school, you know, we rank towards the bottom or the middle to the bottom of all the nations, all the industrial nations on earth, on reading comprehension. The math comprehension is so horrible that kids don't even have a, a basic fundamentals of arithmetic. We're to the bottom of we're to the bottom of everywhere. And this is what the STEM programs in there, where they've dumped art and history and everything. You don't even get the kids don't even get to, to be rounded a, a, a classical education. Why? This is what I don't understand. Why is this even in a school curriculum? What, why, ha, what, what does this yeah. have to do with reading, writing, and arithmetic? What does this have? When you say programming, how yeah. is this concept of even programming of this? Like, I, I assume there's not programming of the fundamentals of, uh, of Christianity or Judaism uh, or anything that's the foundational elements of our country they take out of the school. Why is this programmed in?
1: Well, it, Steve, is ever since we founded the Department of Education, the purpose of education shifted from teaching children how to do math, how to read, how to write, and and how to understand and get involved in science. It shifted from all of that and, and, and shifted to programming people and, and and social engagement and social awareness. it It turned less about, uh, in, you know, teaching kids how to think, how to how to be educated, informing them, and instead how to shape them to be good little uh, soldiers, good little cogs in this machine. Um, it's it's on full bore right now uh, because you have had decades of Republicans failing to fight, failing to even really investigate. You'll see a lot of this stuff, it's not just happening through the courts. It happens through Department of Education federal grant agreements, right? So when you're a public school and you take money uh, from the federal government— there are strings attached to that. You have to have these programs. And that, that was part of why on day one, Joe Biden signed those executive orders into place that would even tie up school lunch program money but, for poor kids kid. to this stuff.
0: But this also gets back to my point. This is the fight we're going to have. in the But we got to stop the lying and we got to stop the spinning and we got to stop just pointing at the Democrats all the time. And here's why. All of that is in appropriations bills. We could take a stand right now and say, guess what? The Department of Education, we're going to defund three quarters of it. People set up on that stage the other night, the the Keebler, I said, yes, I know the easy one is for Republicans to say, I'm going to defund, I'm going to shut down the Department of Education. Well, that's never going to happen because it has to come through Congress. So you're not going to get rid of the whole thing. But programmatically, you can specifically go in and gut all this. There's not a reason for any of this to get one penny. And if it gets a penny, it's on us. Because yep. we were too weak to hold McCarthy accountable. Am I wrong in that? Can, can we not – you're talking about defunding the FBI. You're talking about defunding DOJ. Could we take and defund all of these groomer programs? Look, this is to break the nuclear family. This is to turn yep. the kids against their parents – right? This is to turn the kids against their country. This is to turn the kids against their religion. This is a very active neo-Marxist. This is exactly what Mao Tung did in the Cultural Revolution. But the difference is your tax dollars are paying for this. And we've got to face that. Terry Schilling, am I wrong? Could we mount a firestorm in September that we're tired with the happy talk? And if Biden wants to shut the government down of the United States because of this issue and issues like this, so be it. Let's do it. Let's take that to the American people. I... Let's go have an up-or-down yep. vote with the American people, and let's have an up-or-down vote with the minority community because their children can't get out and go to private schools because the people don't have the money to do it. The captured, the captured audience they have is the minority kids, and that's where they've targeted these public schools, sir.
1: Yes, Steve, you are spot on. So the big problem is that Congress has not been restricting federal funding. They literally just give every year in their appropriations process. They've been giving blank checks to these departments of education, departments of of health and human services, all of that. And then they allow the president and these these, agencies to set the terms for how to receive it. What you can do, and this is actually, Steve, this is amazing that you're thinking this way because we just, APP was involved with a few other groups through the national defense authorization act where they put, uh, in the house, they put yes. restrictions on DEI programs to the appropriations committee. So that's the hope, right? There, there is hope. We should not despair. Republicans are finally starting to figure this stuff out. It's almost like they've been asleep at the wheel for so long and they're, they're finally waking up. Right. Uh, but that's, that's a large part. To hang you on. Guys.
0: It's a, it's a, it's, 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 a great awakening. You hang right there, Terry on Saturday's show. We do a reprise of all the sh- songs we played. We start the week with Billy Joe Shaver, John Anderson. Get thee behind me, Satan. We're going to go out with that be back with Schilling on the other side.
2: Oh, I in name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I looked into the mirror and I couldn't see myself the demons that were in me had turned me wrong side out. I knew inside my soul I was headed straight for hell, but I couldn't for my life figure how to help myself. And I said, Jesus Christ.
0: You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it, because it just might. Code Steve. Take action. Use your agency. Do it today. Get the benefits of the sale. Here's your host,
2: Stephen K. Bannon.
0: We're here. We're talking about the the spiritual warfare that's going on, how it manifests itself. You know, you go from the sublime, what I call the sublime to the less sublime, where we talked about the nitty gritty of a federal budget and get to all this spending, but it's all inextricably linked. Here's why. You know, this week we had the BRICS. You have a lot of people in the apparatus, a lot of the people come up with a knitted brow saying, oh, well, you know, she didn't pull it off. This is, you know, they didn't get their currency going. Hey, they added UAE and Saudi Arabia that were supposed to be our biggest allies. And on the second anniversary of the collapse of Afghanistan and, and running out and I was all for it, withdrawing in, in Tr- President Trump's first term. I was kind of the tip of the spear to force that as a forcing function, force that issue. But it's how you do it. Think about it. All that sacrifice, all that blood, $9 trillion, $9 trillion. What would this country look like if we had the $9 trillion we spent on that foreign adventurism that was put into this country? Think about that for a second. But you had our greatest enemy, the CCP, which is organizing this. And now you got Lula. The communist has taken over Brazil because he stole an election. And Bolsonaro told you, came to Sioux Falls, South Dakota a couple of years ago, Eduardo, and stood up on a stage for 30 minutes and walked exactly through how they were going to steal it, and they stole it like that. Now you've had a—you talk about a uh, gathering storm. I've gone around and preached the gospel of CCP, Iran, Turkey, and Russia, or the KGB for years, why we couldn't let Russia fall back into an alliance with China. Well, now you've added— United Arab Emirates, and Saudi Arabia. You got over 50% of world's oil production. You don't think that's a gathering storm right now? You don't think that was a big win? And all their talk about phase one for their new currency is de-dollarization. They're going to take it by de-dollarization in the petrodollars on the on the oil trades. And India, which is supposedly kind of an ally, and I'm a huge Modi fan. India and uh, in UAE, which is definitely an ally, and we've sunk – Hundreds of billions of dollars in for their defense in the Gulf Emirates. Do a transaction with a million with a million barrels for rupees to take. They would take that currency risk instead of converting it into dollars. The world is changing rapidly. There's more change going on now than there's been in the 20th century. I mean, now it's happening rapidly. And we're going to get Joe Allen up here in a second and talk about under underpinning that is this transhumanism. Which is part of this grooming, part of the grooming programming in the transgender ideology is is, underlays that. That's a central element to the transhumanists, to the uh, homo sapien 2.0. You're not made in the image and likeness of God anymore. You're made in the image and likeness of what man decides, of what individuals decide. Not God. Make sure to get smart with this. Here's the thing, and here's why this audience is so powerful. For the first time on a consistent basis, you have a show that talks about capital markets, talks about international finance, talks about geopolitics in a sophisticated way, not not the way TV for stupid people read you neocon talking points so you get your pom-poms out and send more kids to more foreign battlefields to die. Think I'm wrong there? Look at the the, uh, Ukraine situation. The other day with Murdoch on, on, the, on the New York Post, the cover of the New York Post about how – what a great debate it was. The Keebler-Ls were amazing. or Murdoch had that – the trap he set for Trump, Trump didn't step into it. So he had – only had 11 million people watch it, which was you know 40 percent of which watched the first one in, in 20, uh, 2015. That's how successful this was, a, a complete debacle. But he had up there in the New York Post, he had his little Ukrainian – American flag on one side, Ukrainian flag on the other. We're going to have to stop all this one. The only way to do it is grab them by the throat and say no money. And you have the power to do that. No audience has ever been weaponized like you on sophisticated analysis that then you can use your own human agency. This is why things are changing, because of you. It's because of you. It's because of you. And now they can't BS you. Now they can't spin you. You can go there and say, no, I want to see the receipts. I don't want to hear any more happy talk. Don't give me the happy talk of liberty and freedom. It's all nonsense because you're enslaving us every day. And you sit there and talk about liberty. And all you're doing is taking away our liberty. Think of these poor kids. Think of the minority kids. Think of the parents that have to send their kids to public school. They just don't have the resources to do otherwise. They can't put them in Catholic school. They can't put them in a classical Christian school. They can't homeschool them. Just not available. They have to go. And now they're told by a federal judge that you have to, that little child has to sit there and have this grooming programming on them all the time. And nothing, the parents, the parents go in and say, hey, it's not right for my religion, it's not right for the way I raise my children. Tough luck. Tough luck. Because the state says the kids have to go to school, so you either got to pull them out and homeschool them, which they can't do, or send them to a, a private school, which they can't afford. Make sure you are weaponized. Go to birchgold.com slash Get all the information today. The only thing that stands between you making a change in this world is knowledge and information. And that is what we are committed seven days a week, 365 days a year, to make sure that you get. Go there today and check it out. Terry, it's time to stop the happy talk. The only thing they understand in Washington, D.C. Is, 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 is choking down the money. Tell me what, what you've got to come back to me. I want to know. I know you're not ready today, probably. But I want to know what specific programs we can tell these house guys, if you approve it, you ought to get turfed out of here because you are approving you are approving and funding on our money, on the audience's money, the destruction of a generation of young children of young American citizens. Terry Schilling.
1: The most important thing, Steve, that these guys need to do is they need to do a Hyde Amendment version. Banning all federal funding towards critical race theory, DEI programs, gender identity, anything pushing the sexual grooming of children at the federal level. They need to the Hyde Amendment, right? Yeah, the pro-lifer community in your audience will know this. Hyde Amendment's been used for for decades now to say no federal funding of abortion. Well, we shouldn't be funding any of this other crap either, right? And so it's it's actually more simple than that, Steve. No more free funding. No more blank checks to these agencies to let them shape the country, right? You are Congress. You get to determine how the money's spent and what's not allowed to be uh, spent on. Um, and, and by the way, Steve, like for all my fiscal sanity friends that are out there in the audience, if you really want to balance the budget, if you really want to get back to eliminating the deficit, do not argue about fiscal sanity. Do not argue that we need to balance the budget argue about the truth which is that the government is spending money and it's weaponized against you it's weaponized to destroy your family to destroy our country Steve our government our federal government is pushing programs into grade schools that teach children that their federal government and their U.S government is evil their U.S government is racist that is not normal that is not acceptable that is investing in your own nation's destruction it's not acceptable and it's it's destructive. We need to anyone that votes to give a blank check or or look for these wordings, right? Because my dad was a one term member of Congress, and this is what they always said. We got to get things done. We got to we, we, we got to get things accomplished here. We can't just hold things up. Shut it down. When things are going so badly, when when, the, when your government is being weaponized against you to destroy your kids, destroy their souls, destroy your family, destroy your economy, you got to shut it down. When the federal spending is a threat to your country, that's when it makes sense to cut things. But we've had trillion-dollar deficits now for over a decade. The American people are used to those now. You can't argue for fiscal sanity. You have to argue in terms of morality and yeah. the future of this country. That's how you fix things.
0: Terry, where do people get you to follow up on this? We'll have you back next week, but where do people get you? Because we're, every congressman's got to we'll work this Hyde Amendment. This is, and I'm going to talk about the deficit in a second. The is going to be $2 trillion in perpetuity. You even got the guys over at Bloomberg. They're, they're, they're in meltdown now because they understand the math. They understand the math, and they understand what McCarthy and these people now agree to. It's quite evident what is happening here. This is the complete destruction of the American republic, financially, morally, By our civilization, our society, all of it. And you, this audience, is what stands between the abyss and the sunlit uplands. Terry Schilling, where where do people get you?
1: I'm going to direct people to one page and one page only because it's all about action and fixing this problem at the federal level. ProtectKids.us Protectkids.us, sign the petition so that we can call you and connect you to your members of Congress to put pressure on them. We're not worried about Democrats necessarily. We got to hold the line with Republicans. No. They're the ones that sell us out. Big protectkids.us, sign the petition. We will get you active and engaged in this whole process.
0: Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Joe Allen, help me out here. I got the New York Times Christoph is talking about the dechurching movement and that more uh Active Christians, practicing Christians, have actually left organized churches. I don't know in the last, uh, I guess, twenty years. Than all the Great Awakenings combined and Billy Graham's Great Crusade back in the nineteen fifties and sixties. Now, artificial intelligence aren't they creating new religions and new aspects of this every second of every day? And isn't this going? Isn't artificial intelligence going to exacerbate this problem of dechurching, sir?
5: Yes, Steve, this is what the historian David Noble called the religion of technology. And he pointed out how technology is held up as some sort of uh, sacred totem that artificial intelligence, the idea that it would become superhuman, that is a religious totem. The desire of human beings to alter the fundamental uh, language of life, DNA, that this is man playing God, that this is the role of technology in this new sort of uh, secular religion. Uh, Christoph is correct that religion has waned in the United States, and we've already seen it in Europe. In China, religion was forced out by the Communist Party and various other places in the world. America was always seen as a holdout against the secularist wave. That's really changed in the last 20 years. So statistically, he's absolutely correct. He blames, though, he blames uh, corrupt evangelical uh, Protestants for this decline. Uh, He says that Trump being a womanizer and so on and so forth and being supported by evangelicals drove everyone out of the church. Uh, He says that the church's homophobia has been driving people away. I I think he's pretty out of touch there, Steve. I think that when you look at the rise of the rainbow cult in Christian churches, uh, those churches don't tend to attract huge congregations. I don't think they really care. To them, it's a matter of staking a claim in new territory. Uh, But coming back to the transhumanist element... People talk all the time about science is the new religion or communism is the new religion. Corporate culture is the new religion. Uh, Rainbow trans obsession is the new religion. I think that all of those assessments are correct because when traditional religion recedes, that void is going to be filled by something and it's being filled by science, it's being filled by this hybridized sort of communist ideology it's being filled by corporate culture and trans craze but at the all of this converges on the future or what will the future be and this transhuman element has become so predominant that's why you hear people like sam altman saying they're going to create superhuman agi that will take care of all of our needs and wants just like a god. That's why you hear Elon Musk speaking of artificial intelligence as if it's a dark god that the humanity must be protected against. And that's why Ray Kurzweil, when asked if he believed in God, he, in re- referring to artificial intelligence, he says, no, I don't believe God exists, not yet.
0: Okay, uh, hang on, not yet. Amazing. Hang on for a second. The book is Dark Aeon. It is your primer. It's your, it's your college textbook. You're going back to school this fall. You've got to understand transhumanism. That is the signal beneath everything of the technocracy. Okay. Joe Allen's going to stick with me. We're a tad backed up because I've gone on, on a couple of rants, but we're going to catch up. Joe Allen next. Naomi Wolf. We're packed today. COVID's coming back, and so is the vax. And mask on Next in the World. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business, almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business, nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low, reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org.
2: Here's your host,
0: Stephen K. Band. You know, I want to thank the uh, Real America's Voice production team at our production center in uh, in Denver or right outside Denver, Colorado. Um, I guess it's not technically Denver, um, but I really want to thank them. It, the show, uh, you know, is pretty highly produced. Given who and what we are, uh, and but you have to understand with our team, our war room production team that's here in the studio or in the many studios throughout the country that we go and use, um, in the in the basically the channel or networks production team at at the central command in Denver, we mix things up a lot and change things, right? And today was a perfect example. We went had General Flynn at the uh, at the Clay Clark situation, I gave it, and then when the shot came into General Flynn's mouth. Denver was able to cut to a uh, to a photo so I really think and we and we mix things up all the time the show if you saw the original show clock to where we are to right now it's totally different and doing those things on the fly is quite is quite hard and so our team there that uh, Rob and Parker have put together is just extraordinary and uh, we give them a hard time all the time uh, but they know that it's all in the effort to make this show the best as possible and the best use of your time this audience's time. Because uh, we only try to focus here on signal and not noise. We understand the show is a lot of work. It's a lot of work for an audience. This show is not for everybody. We don't make it for everybody. It's for those people that want to meet a, a moment in history. And let's go back to that debate the other night with DeSantis. There, in times of, of crisis, in, in, in certain moments, you go back and study history. It's those that step into the decision. It's those that actually... Um, Come and grab something by the throat and enforce their will on it. And this is why I kept saying, Bronze DeSantis just an, it's not that he's not a good guy. He's a good guy. He's, it's, he doesn't have the right stuff. He doesn't have that ability to step into the moment and command it. Look at President Trump with that mugshot. And we're going to get, we had a big cold open cut that was like six minutes long about that. We're not even going to be able to get to that today because I got other things to do, but I'll do it on Monday where we'll go through that entire mugshot and how it's become iconic. You know, uh, Maureen Callahan over at the Daily Mail, who's a Trump hater, actually had this incredible piece saying that that mugshot and the way he comported himself and the way he's comporting himself right now has made him like an outlaw, a renegade, an American folk hero. It's kind of like how the legends of Robin Hood and William Tell and all these things came up. Trump is now at that level. And that's why I keep going back to that. His fate is now inextricably linked with the destiny of the country. And here's the ironic thing. That was principally driven not by this audience and not by the Trump followers and not by the Trump movement and not by MAGA. It was principally driven by his enemies. And that you also see in human history. It was what, what happened with Lincoln. It's what actually happened with General Washington. Don't think General Washington didn't have a lot of enemies. He had a lot of enemies, not just in London, but he had a lot of enemies here in the United States. Remember, a couple of times they tried to they tried to have mutinies in back and try to toss him out as general many times. His hardest thing was keeping the command and keeping the army intact. All three men have gone through trial by fire. And that is what on the other side here separates out this great republic from other nations on earth today. And quite frankly, from all other nations on earth, even except maybe the Roman Republic. And remember, our founders, the basis that they based on was not so much the Greeks. They were all classically trained, classically educated. What they really look back at when they did the foundations of our government, they look back at Republican Rome, Rome before the empire, Rome before late empire, to really get to think through a lot of our institutions. That was the taproot or the source of much of their inspiration. And so we're in it again today. I've called it a fourth turning. And you can see it where all the institutions are called into question, not because of you not because of your efforts, because what, what the established order tries to do, the established order tries to blame the people who are sitting there going, hey, these institutions are now ossified, they're corrupt, they need a purging, they need a cleansing, they need to be rejuvenated. And they blame you to say, oh, no, you're destructive, you're a destructive force, you're a dark force, you're a destructive force, you're bad, you're evil, you're a domestic terrorist. This is how an institution like the FBI that one time was, was great and fantastic can, can devolve into being a Gestapo. To to, to, to go after uh, the the people praying the rosary at the the, uh, abortion centers, to actually have memos written about Tridentine Catholic Mass as being a breeding ground for domestic terrorism. Because my parents happen to be uh, uh, members of the Catholic Church that helped start a parish that went back to the Latin Mass. So now that's a breeding ground for terrorism. When you go to the church and you see it, it's the most humble, decent hobbits you've ever seen whose kids all serve in the military. All serve in the military. So, no, but that's not what the elites want. The, the elites in this country have lost um, all moral authority, authority to rule. That gets to the heart of it. They've lost all moral authority to rule. And if you look at what they're doing, if you see what they're doing on every aspect of life, this radical nature of what's happening in schools in Maryland, all the way to this pushing the transhumanist agenda every day in every different type of ways. And AA, if you think you're going to be surprised, their things are going to pop in the next year. They're going to shock you about how far down the road they are on that. Okay. I'm going to keep Joe Allen. I got Naomi Wolf. Let me be blunt. COVID's back. The mass mandates are back. And all of this, you know, they said, oh, there's a new variant. You heard the drumbeat in these stories. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the lead story in the Financial Times in CNBC, besides uh, what was happening in, uh, in Jackson Hole, is there's going to be, wait for it, there's going to be vaccines on September 15th. Okay. Billy Strings is going to take us out. His version of Unclouded Day. Let's hit it. We're going to be back in the worm in a moment.
4: Oh, the land
0: of an sky
4: tell me of a place where no storm clouds rise Oh, they tell me of an uncloudy day They tell me of a place where my friends have gone They tell me that my eyes shall be cold Heaven's king as he sits on a snow-white throne city that is paid with gold, oh, the land of cloudless days, oh, the land of an uncloudy sky, they tell me of a place where no storm clouds rise, oh, they tell me of an uncloudy day.
0: You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 people